Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Understand that you're making a choice at all times, even if you make no choice at all. Not making a choice is a choice in itself. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up. Doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to increase the velocity of your success. In other words, getting your success faster than you've been getting up to this point. I'll give some more intro to that in a second. First, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free. Yes, free. And I want you to receive it every day. A message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. You like to receive that message. All you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out the daily motivation message, you will be on the list and you will be a recipient of that message. All you got to do, again, text me at my number. It is listed down below in the show notes. Now, this topic, increasing the velocity of your success. First of all, let's get a definition of this word velocity. It means rapidity of motion or operation, also swiftness or speed. So if you would like to get your success with more motion, you want to operate faster, you want to be more swift, and you want to increase the speed of success, that's what we're talking about here today. So this masterclass is about doing it faster. The speed of your success matters for the simple fact that the time that you have available to you in life is limited. So the faster that you can reach your destination of success, then the longer you will have to actually enjoy it and exploit that success, exploit your accomplishments. Would you be interested in that? If the answer is no, then turn this off. The answer is yes. Keep listening. Point number one. Today's topic, again, is how to increase the velocity of your success. Number one, get more intentional about how you use your time. This is the first thing that you can do. You want to get faster success, be more intentional about the use of your most valuable resource. When I'm doing, for example, maintenance exercises at home, like maintenance exercises that I do for my joints or 
something about stuff I might do for my knees or my hips and things like that, since I'm susceptible to possible repetitive use injuries because I've been an athlete for so many years. I could use that five or 10 minutes, which is all the time that it takes to do this stuff. I could use that five or 10 minutes listening to training materials, or I could watch some entertaining interview or some garbage, useless stuff, mindless stuff on YouTube. Now, is that five minutes that much time? Just five minutes is that going to make the difference between $1 and a million dollars? Not necessarily, but in the grand scheme, no. But over the course of a month, those five minutes add up to enough time for me to take several lessons or an entire module in a course that I signed up for. And that course could teach me how to take my business where I wanted to go. And I could get my business where I wanted to go faster if I was to use that five, 10 minutes. If I get there this month, instead of getting there in six months, well, that would give me six more months to enjoy my success. Six more months to set things up for future success that at the end of my life, I'm going to have that six months. So this is, again, it's not necessarily about five minutes. Once you understand this point, it's not about the five minutes or the 10 minutes. It's about the mindset that governs how I'm utilizing my time and the fact, this is the important part, that I'm being conscious and intentional about how I'm using my time, what I'm doing with my time. This is the point, being intentional about the time. It's not about five minutes, 10 minutes, or 45 minutes. Is the mindset that governs, hey, what am I doing with this time? How can I best utilize this time? How can I make sure I'm getting maximum ROI out of my time? Because time is your most valuable investment, which means you should be getting return on that investment anytime that you're using it. How are you choosing to utilize yours? And are you making choices about it intentionally and consciously, or are you just letting things happen as they happen? Understand that you're making a choice at all times, even if you make no choice at all. Not making a choice is a choice in itself. So this point here, this first point, is about you being conscious and intentional about the use of your resources, your most valuable resource being your time, because we all know that when time's up in life, that means the entire game is over. So use your time intentionally rather than passively allowing your time to use you. Point number two, today's topic again is how to increase the velocity of your success. Number two, get help. Yes, get help. You want to get more success faster. Don't do it by yourself. One of the biggest challenges many people have, especially in this selfie era that we're all living in, and some people call it the selfie generation to refer to a certain age group of people, but everybody's in the selfie era because everybody does selfies, right? So this selfie generation slash selfie era that we're living through right now has everybody wanting to look like a star, to look like everything is taken care of as if we have everything in order when what you actually need is to get yourself some help so you can get to more success faster. And while understand, I do not begrudge you for showing yourself however you choose to show yourself. I mean, we talked about status a couple episodes ago and I talked about appearance. So you can appear however you want to appear. But at the same time, make sure you're not lying to yourself. All right. Make sure you're not putting on a show in your own mind about the help that you actually need versus what you are capable of taking care of yourself. All right. So you could put on a show for the rest of the world but make sure you're telling yourself the truth or that you have people around you. Because if you follow what I tell you here on the show, that means you already have a coach and you have some people who can hold you accountable, who can tell you the truth. Make sure you're not telling yourself an embellished story about how you have things taken care of. And thusly, you have sung yourself to sleep about what help you actually need and what you can get done on yourself. Most human beings are highly proficient in no more things that you can count on one hand, assuming that you have all your fingers. I'm going to repeat that point because I want to make sure this one sinks in because some people may 
say to themselves, well, Dre, yeah, all right, I get it. Now, I don't know which areas of my life. How do I know if it's an area where I need to get help or is an area where I should just keep doing things as I've been doing them? Well, first of all, if you're not getting the results that you want, then you need to go get yourself some help, period. And maybe whatever help you get will give you enough to where you won't need to go through that process again of having help. You might go into somebody's program that's six months. After that six months, you got everything in place where you need to be and you don't need to go through the program again. You can graduate and you can now you got that taken care of yourself. But until you get there, you need to go get that help. Anywhere you're not getting the results you want, you need to go get help. But there's another way, another way of you measuring this point that I'm giving you here. Most human beings are highly proficient and know more things than you can count on one hand, assuming you have all of your fingers. That's it. You are not proficient at 17 things. You're proficient at maybe three or five, three to five things. That's it. Everything else you should be looking for, sourcing, paying for, and acquiring help to assist you in these areas in which you are not great. That's what you should be doing. If you are not a great salesperson, you need to be in a course or a program so that you can learn how to sell because selling is one of the most important tools that you will use in life no matter what you do. If you're not a great writer, you either need to get taught how to be better at writing or outsourcing your writing to someone who can write on your behalf. Again, I'm just using these as an example. If you're not in your best physical shape, but you want to be, then you need to be paying somebody who can prescribe to you the work that you need to do or who can work directly with you on getting yourself into your best shape. All right. These are just examples that I'm giving you here, but this is the way that you need to be looking at it. If you don't have the outcome that you want, you need to be looking at, all right, where can I get this help? If you don't have the outcome you want and you feel like you know what you need to do, like, all right, well, I don't need to get help because Dre, you know, I already know exactly what I need to do. But see, the point is you're not where you want to be because you're not doing the things that you already know. See, a lot of people think that one of the reasons why they don't need help is because they quote unquote already know what to do. The fact that you're not executing on it makes it even a bigger problem. The fact that you know what to do and you still ain't doing it, that's even more of a reason why you need to go get some help because you're not executing on the things that you already know which means that that's bordering on stupidity. See, ignorance is when you don't know something. And most people don't have a problem going and getting some help for their ignorance to fill their knowledge gaps and things that they don't know. See, stupidity is when you know better and you're still not doing it. So if you know something and you're still not doing it, and then you still don't go do something to help yourself do what you already claim to know, then now that's just stupid. All right, now you got a bigger problem. So this is not a smaller problem when you feel like you already know what you need to do. You just need to do it. No, it's a bigger problem because you're still not doing it. And the fact that you've had X number of years, just filling your age, let's say subtract 18. So let's just say since you've been an adult or an illegal adult, subtract 18 from the number of years that you are. So if you're 27, you had nine years and you're still not doing the thing that you know, you need to go get yourself some professional help to help you execute on the things that you know. All right. That's the reason why professional help exists. It's not because the professional just gives you an encyclopedia's worth of knowledge. It's because they help you do things that you already know you need to do, but for whatever reason, you are not executing on. All right. This is how it works, people. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means you're smart enough to know where your gaps are and you're plugging them by utilizing the knowledge and resources and tools and brains of other people. There are 8 billion people on the planet. Why do it by yourself? I want you to understand the underlying mentality behind these actions. All right, don't look at them as prescriptions necessarily for what you need to do. The same way that you get paid at work every day for the thing that you're really great at, you should be paying other people for the things that they are great at that can fill your gaps. People pay you for the things that you're good at. 
So go pay somebody else for the things that they're good at that can help you to achieve your outcomes and get what you want. Here's the reason why this makes sense. When you pay someone else to help you fill gaps, the return on that solves the problem or that solved problem or increased skill set is a multiple of what you invested in the first place. So in other words, if you invest $1,000 in someone helping you be more disciplined so that you can get in better shape, the return on you being in better shape is more than the $1,000 that you put down. Do you understand? You will make more than the $1,000 that you invested, which means it was a great investment. That's what we call return on investment, whatever that amount is. Whereas the underperforming person, on the other hand, trying to do everything on their own, they eventually run into the problem of their own lack of ability, and thus they can only perform at a mediocre at best level in many areas of life. See, the high performing person has the mindset of, all right, how can I invest in getting some help in this area so that I can make more on the back end than what I invest on the front end? That's how high performing people think. It's not necessarily about any specific area. This is just how they think. The mediocre person or mediocre at best individual and the low performing individuals, the underperformers, the underachievers, they try to do everything on their own, even though you know you're not good at more than maybe three things, at the most five things. You try to do everything on your own. Eventually, you run into a problem. The problem is your own lack of ability because you're not great at everything, but you have assigned yourself to be the person on things that, in which you shouldn't be the person anywhere. Thusly, the best you can do is mediocre. Or your ceiling is mediocrity because you're setting yourself up for failure by putting yourself in charge of things in which the best you could possibly be is mediocre. You're not even mediocre yet at many areas of life. So let me ask you a question. What kind of returns do you get for mediocrity? What would you pay for mediocrity? How much would you pay for a mediocre car? How much would you spend on a date with a mediocre guy or girl? How much would you pay a mediocre staff member to come work for you? What are the returns on mediocrity? They're not good. They're not high. So in areas of your life, which are everything other than those three to five things that you're great at, you're mediocre at best at all the rest of them. So are you assigning yourself, your mediocre self to be the guy or girl in those areas of life stupidly? Or are you outsourcing and finding others who can help you in those areas so that you stop being a bottleneck in your own success? Just an open question for you to ponder. As we move on to point number three, today's topic, once again, is how to increase the velocity of your success. Eliminate to elevate. One of the biggest challenges we have, specifically because of the handheld devices that we have within arm's reach, 24 hours a day, every single day, known as your smartphone, is that we are easily distracted. All right, the smartphone is the biggest reason for this distraction. I blame the smartphone. Studies have shown that the normal human attention span back in the 1980s was 10 to 20 minutes long. Yes, minutes, 10 to 20 minutes back in the 1980s. Know what the average human attention span is today? Does anybody know? Eight seconds. And I pause for eight seconds just so you can get a feel for it. The average attention span today is eight seconds. Yes, just eight. Not minutes, seconds. So as I explained in episode 1025, where's the opportunity? Opportunity is always in the opposites. Since most people have very short attention spans, again, average attention span is eight seconds. Your opportunity is in you extending your attention span. 
So how do you do that? Well, first of all, listen to episode number 848 where I explained it. Then what you need to do is make ancillary decisions that make this easy for you. You want to have a longer attention span. It's the decisions that you make around the concept of your attention span that makes this easy. Remember what I told you in episode 1193? Focus is a force multiplier. The longer you can stay focused on something, anything, the stronger your focus becomes and the stronger your power and force in that space. The longer you're focused on something, you become more powerful or more forceful there simply because the focus multiplies. The force of the focus multiplies the longer you stay on one thing. The longer you stay on something, the better you get at it. All right, simple as that. Divided focus equals divided power. So if you want to divide your power up and dissipate your power, all you got to do is divide your focus, try to focus on more than one thing at the same time. So your goal here, eliminate and elevate, this is point number three. Look for things that you can eliminate, like picking up your phone every five minutes. I'm not saying do that. I'm saying eliminate picking up your phone every five minutes. Eliminate checking your email 20 times every hour. They say the average corporate office employee checks their email 29 times an hour. Can you believe that? It's like every other minute. As your focus grows stronger, your force multiplies, which means you get more done in a shorter period of time with, even better, increased efficiency and productivity, which leads to what? More results and more success and everybody wins. This is what happens when you eliminate to elevate. So eliminating is just figuring out what are the things that are causing your focus to be divided. Focus being a force multiplier. What you need to do is eliminate anything that gets in the way of your focus, because anything getting in the way of your focus gets in the way of your force. Anything gets in the way of your forces gets in the way of your producing results. And remember, you're in a results-based business. So divided focus is hurting your business. So you need to eliminate anything that's dividing your focus so that you can do more business. The more business you do, you increase the velocity of your success. So let's recap today's class, which is how to increase the velocity of success. Velocity defined as rapidity of motion or operation, also swiftness and speed. Point number one, get more intentional with the use of your time. When I'm doing maintenance exercises, for example, I could take that five minutes and watch something mindless and useless, or I could take that five minutes and listen to some training materials. So those five minutes start to add up over time and it produces a it can produce a big result for me that I get to faster than if I had wasted that time and used it on something that wasn't really going to help me move forward. Now, it's not about the five minutes. This is about the mindset around how are you utilizing your time and are you setting yourself up for success? Point number two, get help. One of the biggest challenges many of us have in this selfie era is everybody wants to look like a star, like you have everything put together and in order. The thing is, you can look however you want to the outside world. Just make sure you're not telling yourself a story that is holding you backwards or sending you backwards or holding you back or keeping you in the same spot. You are highly proficient and no more than number of things you can count on one hand three to five things at the most. Everything else you should be looking for, sourcing, paying for, and acquiring help to assist you in those areas. Outsource to someone who can do things on your behalf. Understand the mentality behind these actions. The mentality behind these kind of things is that high-performing people are always thinking, how can I outsource and take offload anything that I'm not great at? Whereas the mediocre and underperforming person is always trying to do everything on their own, even though you already know, logically, that you are not going to be great at it, but you assign yourself to be the person to do it anyway, and your ceiling is mediocrity. Point number three, eliminate to elevate. One of the biggest challenges that we all have, specifically because we have these handheld devices within arm reach all the time, is that we are always distracted. Attention span has reduced from 10 to 20 minutes back in the 80s to eight seconds today. So the opportunity is always in the opposites. You need to extend your attention span. Listen to episode 848 
And remember that focus is a force multiplier. So anything that is dividing your focus or splitting up your focus or interrupting your focus, you need to eliminate it. And this is a discipline. This is a habit. This is a strategy. This is why you need a coach. Uh, keep coming to the same stuff over and over again, people, because all of this stuff weaves in together. I don't have to manufacture this. It's all true. So as your focus gets stronger, your force multiplies, you get more done in a shorter period of time, more efficiency, more productivity, more results, more success, more winning. That sounds good to you. Then text me to get my daily motivation straight to your phone free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgameuniversity.com so you can learn all your ways. You can work with me directly. That's the only place to do it. Again, that's workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.